All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. As an advisor, I regularly talk to people about the importance of managing their own money and looking after their own future. But what about those around you? Today, I wanted to really talk about the importance of giving, the importance of helping others, and the importance of providing for our neighbors, providing for those around us that we see on a daily basis. I've invited Yas Daniel McBooley to the podcast show, who is the founder and president of Serving Our People. Um, serving Our People is a charity based on the Gold Coast, and but they serve people all around Brisbane um, and I think other parts of Queensland as well. Um, but I'll let Yas probably get into that and explain it a bit more to you for those that haven't heard about the charity. But Yas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michael. It's um, you know, if it's it's when I first came across your charity and I saw about you know and I discovered what you actually do. Um, the more and more I looked into it, the more I realised that what you do is it's very diverse. Like it's it's you know you you help lots of different types of people. You do lots of different types of things for many different parts of Queensland. Um, but for those that haven't heard about the charity, um, could you maybe explain a little bit about that? Uh, sure. Look, so we, we're a general charity. Um, we um, So that means we help people from all different walks of life. Uh, we started in 2020 because of the pandemic. And our main aim at the time when we started was just to make sure that we deliver much needed items to uh, the elderly who were stuck at home at the time. Uh, and uh, ensuring that, um, uh, that they get much whatever they needed and whenever they needed it. Uh, and uh, also for everybody else who was at high risk uh, of getting COVID at the time. And from there, we've progressed to the, we unfortunately had after that the flooding, uh, which we played a very big part and very big role in that. And then after that, now we're, we're playing, a, a, again, another role in the um, uh, addressing uh, food insecurity and, and due to the rising cost of living and, and other reasons. As a charity, we went in from, from a small charity to a large charity in, in three years. Uh, we've been named uh, one of Australia's fastest growing charities, and I believe that's because there's a, uh, an immense need of our services. Um, the, we are predominantly a delivery and logistics charity and emergency relief. Um, and at the moment, we're, as I said earlier, we're addressing food insecurity and we've got a campaign called Feeding Our People, um, which is uh, uh, in partnership uh, with, um, or we're in discussion at the moment with Food Bank uh, to have them on board as well to support us with this campaign, which they've, they've said they, they have interest to, to support us. Uh, and that will probably be the largest food insecurity campaign uh, in Southeast Queensland and Northern New South Wales. And um, we're, we're hoping to reach, uh, to, to take what we have at the moment uh, in our headquarters in, in, in the Gold Coast, which is the, the free supermarket, or we call the people's market. Uh, we're hoping to take the people's market out to the people in different councils, in different suburbs, in different areas, ensuring that um, they don't have to go through the struggle to get, you know, to travel from as far as Ipswich 
to uh, the Gold Coast to uh, pick up some food and, uh, and, and head back to, to their homes. And we've had, obviously, individuals who have done that. And they got to us by around midday uh, after catching public transport and then heading back to, to their families to, to have enough food for, uh, for the night just on time. So uh, it, it, we're seeing a, an, a very concerning um, number of, of individuals coming into our, um, into our uh, premises and asking for, for assistance. Uh, last week alone, we've seen as much as uh, almost 600 uh, individuals. Um, that's almost 30,000 people a year. Um, that's, th- these are very, very high numbers. Um, we're hoping with the Feeding Our People campaign, we'll be able to even reach out to people and go to their suburbs and, and, and speak to them in different areas. Uh, and that campaign, we're, we're really looking at, you know, if we do it the way that we need to do it, we will ensure that, you know, hundreds of thousands are, are looked after every single year um, and, and, and close to um, about 1.1 million recipients um, will, be, uh, will be looked after throughout that period. Uh, so it's 45 locations across uh, the city of Ipswich, um, uh, Brisbane, Logan, Gold Coast, and uh, the Northern River, uh, Northern River cities. So yeah, so that's that's what we've been busy with, and that's what we're working on. And and um, you know, our delivery and logistics side of, of the of the uh, of the charities is just getting more and more and stronger and stronger in many different levels. And and uh, we're looking for more. Uh, we're looking for more vans. Uh, we're looking for more uh, cars. We're looking for more food, uh, non-perishable items in the in our free supermarket regularly. Um, and and we can never have enough of that. Um, we've uh, we've actually uh, did a, a media call out not long ago because we we, we ran out of food in, in our uh, supermarket. And it's the we're a self-funded charity at the moment. Um, we have um, a couple of the local councils have have supported us, but we haven't got anything else apart from that. And uh, uh, on, on very small amounts. Um, but we're you know mainly we're funded through corporates through corporate organisations who help. Us um, and, and donate either their time to volunteer with us or or uh, uh, give us a, a donation. Now, just to give you an idea, to um, run our uh, the people's market, the free supermarket, it, it's ten thousand dollars of food a week. Um, so that's around five hundred and something thousand dollars a year, five hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, um, or, or, or a bit more. Yeah. So you know, it's it's not. Um, uh, th- these things cost money to look after people, and I understand that um, we, th- the team, and I do um, do a lot of work relentlessly to ensure that that the members of our community are looked after. Uh, and um, and I want to, I guess, send a message out to everyone that if they're looking for a platform to help people or to volunteer, uh, in, in in whatever capacity that is, we're we're happy to have. Um, uh, friends are involved and and uh, and with us um, to be able to help the community in the best way possible. You've mentioned there's an increasing number of people um, approaching um, the your charity, going to the store, basically saying, "Hey, we need help. Please help us." Is that because more people are finding out about the charity, or do you think there's a bit of a trend at the moment of people doing it tough and finding it hard? You know, because. I mean, because we always talk about in Australia how lucky we are to be a country where, you know, there's government support and there's, you know, I think Australia is a land of opportunity as well. Um, 
So the, the question I just ask for the, and I've met, and I know that there are many people that, that are struggling, but for those listening to this thinking, well, where are these people? Um, what would, what would you say to that? And why is there more and more of them? Like, um, do they exist? Do we, are they maybe friends that we see every day that we probably don't realize are actually struggling or is it, or is it those that really don't really go out into the community and sort of don't socialize and don't do anything? So we don't really see that they're struggling. Um, so it's, it's both. Uh, to answer your question, I think that there's people are starting to get to know a little bit more about serving our people, and then following up from that, I think um, the, the numbers are increasing um, immensely. I mean, it, look, we, we used to get about eighty people in the supermarket a week. Now we're getting six hundred. So yes, they know about us, but I don't think it's going to be to the level that it went in from eighty to six hundred. Um, and and to come here, there is a process to get the food. Um, you got to see somebody. You got to talk to somebody. You got to register your details, uh, and then you obviously you get given fifteen um, uh, allocated fifteen items, which includes bread, um, unlimited fruits and vegetables, um, uh, shared meals, um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, cooked meals, frozen meals, and then you get uh, non-perishable items to choose from the supermarket as well. The process is not it's easy, but it's not very easy. Uh, it's not, it's, you know, so there is some sort of a process behind it. And you speak to a volunteer or one of our members here that, that you have a conversation with once you get here. So obviously they identify how else we can help. And if there's another charity that we know that uh, that can assist even more than what we can in, in, in one way or another. Um, so to go through that process, you wouldn't come to, to this process unless you really are in desperate need and are needing help. Um, and to answer the other question that you, you, you said was, um, People are embarrassed to be seen or being seen asking for help in many different levels. So when they come to us, it's obviously a very safe space. They feel good about being here uh, and, and we're able to help them straight away. And, and we've seen in many different uh, occasions where um, some of our recipients have said, you're the only charity that have been able to help me with, with what I needed because uh, of something or, or other. Look, all charities are doing great jobs. Every single charity is doing an amazing job. And, 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 and honestly, this, you know, it, it's something that other people are not willing to, to take on. Um, so I think we should command, you know, and, and really commend all, all charities for all the amazing work that they're doing and helping all the community in many different levels, which, as I said, you know, other people are not willing to do. Um, and, and they're, they're also taking off a big load of the government and, and many other, um, you know, institutions. Um, the reality of it, though, is that some people are also not qualified for, they might have a job, but they still can't make ends meet. So they're not qualified for Centrelink or anything like that. Um, they might have, um, uh, you know, they, they're trying to, to get uh, additional work or, 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 uh, or, or whatever the case is. I mean, we've had uh, a young mom who, um, who had a, a great job, uh, was in retail, had her own business. Uh, she never ever thought she'd be in this uh, in in this situation that she's in at the moment. But she's homeless and living in a tent in Southport, and and doesn't have any funds to 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 support herself. And then she's you know she's got all her stuff in her car. Um, again, escaping uh, a situation that she went through, and and now she's 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 on the streets. So there are many cases, and there are many stories I could share. And um, you know. Uh, young young children who are going to school without breakfast and we're helping a lot of those schools as well to get to get much needed uh you know nourishment to to the schools on time and and to make sure that they get uh, what they need for for schools um all in areas um you know 
across the Gold Coast, Brisbane and, and Logan. So the, you know, we have cancer patients who've come to us who, who are struggling with cancer and, 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 and trying to, to survive with, with the, um, with the, uh, with the treatments through chemo. And, but what it is, is that, you know, uh, um, again, uh, there was a, a, a young mom who's, uh, who had got cancer. She ended up having to, she lost her job. Um, she ended up, uh, struggling in her marriage as well throughout this process. Uh, and, um, she had to, her, you know, as a mom, who obviously wanted to look after her children, she had to make a choice of do I, can, do I continue um, getting chemotherapy sessions and then get a treatment to um, to get better, or do I pay for for the food for my children uh, and to make sure that they looked after? So it was it was it was, and, and we obviously went in there and jumped in at the right time to to try to help her to make sure that she gets both uh, and more. And she ended up having a, a small debt because of uh, her medical bills were getting too high. Um, so. I think the, the 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 there isn't a question that in Australia where where the the salaries are not very high, uh, and I think everybody could could probably agree on that. Uh, and there isn't also a question that the disparity between rich and poor is increasing. Uh, and I think the other aspect of it is that we need to kind of make sure for our economy to be successful is is to ensure that the that the middle middle class of, of our of our society is, is doing is doing well um, because they're the ones that are starting up businesses they're the ones that are employing people they're the ones that are, are flourishing in many different levels and then what's happening is at the moment if they're not able to make ends meet and they're falling in um, that are not even able to 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 right now to to support their families one way and another and, and the quality of life is 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 not is not there um, then then really it's it, it does affect the families from a mental health perspective first and foremost and then everything else starts spiraling down from there these podcasts have been brought to you by better financial planning australia to book a free 15 minute phone chat visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au it, it is true and and, and also um, it's i mean i've met many people over the years similar situations that they are struggling and what i do find is yeah, it's normally something that is the result that it's not the result of something else but it's something occurs in their life or the a circumstance or sometimes they could they could grow up in a particular circumstance which just has like a bit of a carry-on effect um and it could be something like just an, an event like being diagnosed with something like cancer but it could also be um just family circumstances um sometimes it's out of their control um and i, I feel with what you do, like it's, I mean, food is obviously such an essential need in our lives as human beings. It's one of the basic needs. And I feel like by filling that gap or by helping people fill that gap, it makes such a difference to their lives. Um, and I mean, you've mentioned some of this already, but can I ask personally, why why do you do what you do? Like, why did you set up the charity? Why did you, uh, can you maybe, maybe, is there a bit of a story behind it or is there a bit of a, a journey that you personally went through as well? Or was it more of just a, a moment where you're like, I just have to do something about this. It just needs to happen. My story, my story, yeah, my story is my story. Um, it goes back, um, obviously, for, for, yeah, it goes back for, and, and uh, yeah, look, look, I, I think, I think first and foremost, I, the, at the time when, um, 
when this has happened um, and, and COVID time was, you know, there, there was a lot of recipients who were needing help. I think it was just about really not sitting at home and doing something. And, um, and I, I didn't want to sit at home and, and, and do nothing and to help others. Um, I felt very fortunate at that time in many different levels. And, and I wanted to, um, to really, you know, I, I still feel fit and healthy and I feel great. And, and, um, you know, sports has been a big part of my life always. And, um, so I wanted to kind of get up and do something and help the elderly who were really, I saw them struggling, picking up, um, you know, carrying their trolleys across the street to, to go into the supermarket because they had to be there at seven o'clock in the morning. And cause that's the only time they could pick up, you know, items and, and, um, you know, they, they would get to, to certain areas in the supermarket and they'll feel helpless because there was no items on the shelves and so on and so forth. So I think look, in Australia, we're very compassionate and, and we're, we're a compassionate nation. And, and that's one of the most beautiful things about our country is that um, everybody really cares about others and, um, and, and we want to be there to help. And you can see that during, you know, the flooding time. You can see that during, um, uh, you know, even even now with the rising cost of living, people are always willing to help in any way they can. Um, if they had, uh, you know, two pieces of bread, they'll give one to uh, to to help others. So they're um, from from that perspective. I think we're we're all really care about about each other. We are we are on an island at the end of the day, all of us, <laughs> and, and uh, we're you know, but but we look after each other really well. Um, so um, yeah, that's that. For me, it was it was really to just get up and do something during COVID, um, and wanted to make sure that that others were not left stranded. And um, before you know it, I had many people who wanted to jump on board and help out. And, and there was people from my work at the time. I was in property development, and then I had um, people uh, from uh, my, my basketball team, people from you know from every everywhere. Uh, everybody started jumping on board and wanted to to help and and to do whatever they can and, and and I think it was also nobody wanted to sit at home at that time so you know it was it was a good escape for us to kind of be out in the street and helping out rather than sitting at home during COVID um, and um, and yeah and then now we're 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 over uh, we're getting about 80, 80 volunteers a, a a month at the moment uh, into the charity we're we're about over 2,100, 20, uh, 2,200 volunteers. Um, and um, and still growing and still growing and obviously people are, and I think one of the things that that um, you seeing from a lot of, uh, of of volunteers that they love being part of serving our people is because they're able to see what we're doing in the grassroots level they're able to help recipients you know firsthand uh, and 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 talk to them and find out exactly how they can help them and um, and some of our volunteers have been able to help our recipients in, in so many levels. Um, it's just you know we have this saying in in, in our um, um, that, that we we've kind of adopted is is that helping one person might not change the whole world but it could change the world for one person and, and that's so true because you know there's what it does to to one person's life is 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 unbelievable I mean today we're we're seeing a, um, a man who's uh, in, in in a couple of hours who have lost his teeth because of being abused as a child by his dad and beaten up to the point that he his teeth are not growing that his teeth got broken and they're not growing anymore right in terms of I mean, it wasn't even baby teeth it was like you know more of a of a youth so so he's he's had to live most of his life with that teeth um and um 
and obviously you know that that has affected him uh, uh, his confidence affected many different things and uh and and uh, you know today we, we've we spoken to a dentist that we know and 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 they've gracefully and, and generously donated to give him uh, you know a new set of teeth um and to help him obviously to to help him to to get a job to help him to get to be more presentable and then to and to you know build his confidence up a little bit as well it's just it's just a combination of things um you know when something like this happens to you there's it does i mean obviously you're going to feel that you're not loved because if this is happening from your own father then you know the person that you go to for safety and and, and love uh, as a family member um and and we're seeing michael a lot of this originates back to the family unit and if the family unit is not you know one that has been that has been provided to a lot of our recipients in in, in many different levels it does affect and it does affect and it, it goes all the way back from you know we can't say that it's this fault guy that oh this you know this person is at fault or the or this girl is at fault because we have to listen to this story and find out what it is it's very easy to make judgments on people and to uh and to really and, and to really just disregard their their condition but if you go down deep and find out exactly what the root of the problem is um and that's where we're doing a lot of research at the moment working with some universities to do the same um we you know we want to go deep deep to find out exactly how we can solve these problems once and for all for our community and for our society and ensuring that we have a flourishing um uh, community in many different levels um and and from what we're seeing a lot of it at the moment is 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 um is arising from the family unit. And, and, and to be honest with you, yes, I wanted to, the rest I wanted to invite you on. Um, well, there was two reasons I wanted to have you on the show. I invited you on. The first one was to, to build awareness for the charity. And, and soon I want to ask you, how can people get involved? But the second reason as well is I really wanted to encourage those listening to to, to, to volunteer somehow in something, um, you know, to just to help others around them, to, to help those in their community, um, to give up some of their time I guess just to just to be more selfless, uh, which all of us can do more, including myself. And and I feel like none of us will ever be able to do enough you know, for, for for others. And um and I, I love that you said I love that saying that you said that you know it may not change the world, but it'll change the world for one person. And to me, that's a massive. Um, and can I ask for those listening to this, how would you describe the feeling of helping others? The when when you when we give, of course, we don't do it for any personal reasons, or we shouldn't. But how would you describe that? I guess the satisfaction, or just the feeling that you get inside you, doing something for someone else. For a lot of our volunteers who've come on board um, during, and again, I will, I will talk about COVID or, or during the um, or during the uh, flooding time. Uh, there were a lot of um, individuals who were struggling themselves at the time, helping others help them. With themselves, within themselves, as as first instance, and and two is that it also it made them be more grateful of certain situations, um, and and how they made them be grateful of their situation, um, because uh, you know others were were doing it tougher than them, and in in other areas, and um, so volunteering is always something that's, um, I think. It, it's something that that almost inherent in all of us. It's it's you know the giving. You know, there's if you look at the trees, they give um, they give oxygen 
uh, or or they you know they to to everybody and and they don't decide whether it's you know I'm going to give Michael oxygen but I'm not going to give Yas and I'm going to give Yas but I'm not going to give Joanne you know they they give to everybody um, equally and without any prejudice um, and I think that's something that the more we can um, practice and that is, is is probably one of the nicest things that we could do we just give without actually thinking of you know the questions that that we we put and and the barriers that we ask oh like is it going to the right person is it not going i mean giving is giving and and it does we're not asking for somebody to give you know 100 million dollars we're asking them give a dollar give whatever you can give your time give a can of tuna you know and and don't be afraid of of helping somebody don't be afraid. It's just, it's if, if you're not there to help them, you might be the only person that's crossing their path. And they have crossed your path for a reason. You know, there's, there's, so, so don't ignore them and don't just brush them off because I know we can be busy all the time and I know we can ignore things that are right in front of us and, and that are so important. Um, but uh, look, Everybody that works at serving our people, I, I think I could, I could truly say that we're very fulfilled on a daily basis and, and we're, we're very happy and we're, we, we love what we do. Um, and it makes us, it makes us, you know, get up and come to work happily every day because we're, we're able to, um, uh, you know, to help others at many different levels. Um, again, just wish that there was obviously a lot more funding to assist us with what we're doing and, and what we're helping. Um, yeah, institutions with, we've got, a, we've got a few programs at the moment that we're trying to get off, off, um, and to, to get them off on, uh, on their feet. And they're going to be helping numbers and massive, um, in massive quantities, and and that's really what it's about. That's that's it's it's about just reaching out to as many people as possible, helping them so they don't fall through the cracks. Because the minute they fall through the cracks, it becomes everybody's problem. And if you think that the person going falling through the cracks in in another area uh, is a problem, is uh, it, it's you know it's not your problem. It it is your problem um, because it does affect. Um, you know, it, it does affect probably, or you know, they, they, they might consume more, uh, more government funds. That means it affects our taxes. Uh, they they they're not contributing to society anymore. So that means there is again, there's going to be there's a shortfall somewhere. Somebody has to pay for somebody else not doing well. Um, and and all of us contribute to it. Um, so. Let's not ignore it. From if you want to look at it from a financial perspective, let's not ignore it. If you want to look at it from a humanitarian perspective, let's not ignore it. Um, we, we're we're called humankind for a reason because we are kind, first and foremost. Um, and and I think we should practice more of that because that allows us to to be more human. And yes, if anyone wants to get involved or they want to support serving our people, um, how can they do that? And how can they find out more about the charity? And how can they get in contact with with you or with your people? Uh, sure. Look, they, they can get in contact with us through um, sop.org.au. Um, they could uh, email us at hello at sop.org.au uh, or they can go onto our website and, you know, uh, join us as a volunteer, uh, make a donation uh, on, on the website, uh, donate button, um, or uh, they, can, they can join our regular donor program where they can help us to uh, to donate on a regular basis and again uh, friends I'm asking for for donations because we are self-funded charity without donations we don't operate we don't have a product that we sell 
uh, that's the only way that we're able to help others. So the more funds that we have, the more we're able to help. The less funds we have, the less we're able to help. Come and speak to us. Come to our operations. Come and see what we do uh, at Mermaid Waters, um, at, sorry, Mermaid Beach. It's, we, our address is 6 Seaview Avenue uh, at Mermaid Beach. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, come and uh, speak to, to our, our helpline on 04767-767-07. Um, there, there are many ways to reach out to serving our people. We make it easy, um, ensuring that people can reach out to us easily. So also we make sure that recipients can reach out to us easily, which is, which are the most important. And, and, um, in the charity, we, we have three, three ways, obviously. And first and foremost, if we want to, want to get something, we have the needs like every other, um, organization or every other business. Um, you know, we require paper, we require pens, we require cups, we require everything that you can think of because obviously we have people, you know, who are volunteering the time of working here. Um, so if you're a corporation that can help us with any of these things, be it stationary, be it administration, be it desks, be it, um, you know, whatever it may be, we always are in need of things like that. And, um, and, uh, you know, that, that's also something that we're always in need of, um, because we, you know, the, the first thing is that as a charity, we would like to get that, you know, that we don't incur any cost for it because we have limited funds. And then secondly, is that we would like to find somebody that could sponsor us and pay for it if we can't, um, if, if we, somebody doesn't just uh, uh, grant us um, those, those products that we need to, to keep us going and to keep our doors open. And then the third one is obviously we, we try to get it at a, at a, at a charity discount rate. Um, so these are the three things and, and in the charity in serving our people, which are, we're a public benevolent institution, G, DGR one, a lot of the donations are tax deductible and, and, uh, um, and we can definitely issue receipts and things like that to, to ensure that whoever didn't, whatever donates gets, gets that uh, benefit. Uh, and, um, and our recipients always come first. Uh, so whatever we're going to do, we always have them in, in our mind. And, and I believe we, we're kind of bridging the gap between, uh, really people who can help and people who don't have the means to be helped. Um, so we're, we're trying to kind of bridge the gap between, between, um, those two different worlds, uh, and ensuring that the people who can help that serving our people is a great platform for them to be able to, uh, uh, to assist them. And, and look, we're, we're, we have some great institutions on board with us, helping us to, to also make, uh, our charity, uh, a better, uh, institution and, and, We've had the likes of, of, of some of the biggest companies um, uh, come in and consult with us and, 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 and donate their time to help us to, to make our processes, our government, uh, our governance, our uh, compliance, uh, everything in, in, on the highest level. So to make sure that we can, we can really operate this in, in the highest standard for our donors and the highest standard for our, um, for our recipients. Uh, th thank you so much for your time, yes, and thank you for the amazing work that you do and that you know that your team does. Um, it's you know I encourage anyone listening to this to, to get involved, to reach out, and to see what they can do to help. Um, I'm also going to put the the link to your website in the description of this episode as well, um, so people can contact contact you through that as well. Um, and and lastly, yes, I like to always finish my episodes off with a dad joke. And you mentioned that you're based on the Gold Coast, um, so you've probably heard this one, but um, what did the ocean say to the beach? What? <laughs> it just waved. It, it, it's been, I think this one's been recycled a thousand times <laughs> over the last <laughs> 10 years, but uh, it's a good one. Now, when I think of the Gold Coast, I just think of that. Joke, but 
But, no, but but again, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it, yes. Um, and uh, again, continue doing the amazing work and continue serving serving our people. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you for uh, taking the time to, to obviously have us in, uh, in your podcast and um, and to uh, obviously get the word out there. But um, if there's anything I probably would say to everybody is that just support whichever charity you feel close to as long as you're supporting something and as long as you're helping somebody. I think it's more about just us as a society transforming our mindset to help others uh, and do a, 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 you know, an act of good every single day. I think it's more than, more than enough. Well said. Well said, my friend. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.